You're back with me, Inspire with Mel. In this precious hour, we have another speaker live at our studio. Let's welcome Miss Gully. Women reflecting God's light at home. Women, a word whose meaning our generation has been striving to change. We no longer see ourselves as ladies busying ourselves at home. We've learned to work and provide for our families. We no longer keep our mouth shut when a great turmoil occurs. We've learned to express our thoughts, even on the little happenings around us. We no longer depend on men to provide for us. We've learned to become independent of others and love ourselves. While these changes may be perceived as good, it does not mean that our past situation is bad. Every woman is unique and beautiful. The horizon that a woman's wonders touches is unfathomable. We can never know how vast, how deep, how far the goodness that pours forth from our hearts will reach. Yet, while all the world can be caught off guard by a woman's wonders, I believe that a woman is most amazing when she is at home. You may immediately raise your eyebrows and flake at the very word of this, but I believe it to be true. It appears that we take a woman's role at home too lightly. We look down on motherhood and think it is pathetic that a woman should give up her career to be a full-time mom. We can descend on women who did not finish school because of being married young. But we take for granted how our own moms have taken care of us when we were young. We take for granted how our own moms put our needs before their wants. We take for granted how our own moms put up with us for our idiosyncrasy from when we were young, or probably even now. Now I know that some, or perhaps many of us, did not have the best experiences with our moms. Personally, my experience with my own mom had not been the greatest. We grew up in distress, loneliness, and fear. But as I looked at the ladies around me, as I looked at the women who selflessly took on the job to care and nurture for the young, to love their children more than themselves, I realized that to be a mom is not so bad. Of course, it looks painful and difficult, but not bad. We've grown to be scared for the generations to come. We've grown to be scared of a future that overwhelms with pain, brokenness, and turmoil. However, we cannot just let the future's fear hold us back to finding the goodness in it. I remember the wise words of a lady I know. She said, I get scared and anxious of how our world may be in the future, but I have peace in knowing that with my own kids, there will be at least four good people in that future. I realize that while we cannot control what tomorrow may hold, we can control the present we have. Women, especially mothers, have such a great influence on her children that no one else will ever have. Mothers speak a language that they share only with their own young. Mothers have the power to guide their children to be the best they possibly can. I found hope in this wisdom. I hold fast in this hope. But what good is this hope if I do not know how to love like a mom? As I've mentioned, 
I don't have the best relationship with my own mother. I did not grow up having a role mother to look up to. But I do have a family full of ladies who are amazing mothers. This family is not of biological descent, but of spiritual. I found ladies who walk in the manner that Christ walked. Does it not make you wonder? How does Christ's way of living make these mothers so amazing? Well, Christ walked obeying his heavenly Father, our Father, our God. Looking into the Bible, we will find that God is love. It does not say that God is like love. It says that God himself is love. Meaning, because Jesus walked based on God's word, he was walking based on love. When he was here on earth, Jesus reflected God's love. Jesus was compassionate towards others. He was forgiving of people's faults. Jesus was kind and truthful. He believed in all the good our little faith could muster. He believed in the power our fragile bodies could gather. He did so much wonders that we don't even know about. Yet, we are also aware of his pain, his hardships, his own distress. But these difficulties did not stop him from loving God and from loving us. This is how we must love God our families, own children, and ourselves. To always do what is best for others, regardless of how we feel. Imagine, imagine what the world would be if we grew a generation whose hearts are just like Christ's. Imagine a generation that does not fear brokenness because there was just assurance in love. Imagine a generation that now worry of the unknown, because there was just certainty of each other's love. It would not matter what hardship, what turmoil, or what pain we, go, we would go through. It would only matter that we had love for one another, for God, for Jesus, for ourselves. But we cannot and will never achieve this great future, this great generation, if we do not start now. We need no we don't need to rush to bear children and become mothers at this very instant. We can start with ourselves on our own, daily practicing and striving for the perfect love that both Jesus and the mother and the father have for us. We can start now by learning to love each other every single day. We can start by learning to look up to Jesus as our example of a perfect life, so that in turn, we can set the perfect example ourselves, not only to those around us, but most especially to the children after us. Whoa, I am so full, aren't you? Thanks a lot, Miss Galilee Pozon, for this unique and beautiful reminder for us all. Stay tuned for more. This has been Inspire with Mel.